Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, you're going to meet a very courageous, brilliant and clever businesswoman, Carla Armas, who is the owner and managing director of Nordic Fusion a retailer on a mission to inspire creativity by curating extraordinary Scandinavian homewares and gifts. And Carla went into retail without any prior experience and she's been smashing it. Throughout a pandemic, she's grown her business by 30% and in two years, she's grown her e-commerce sales by 500%. So let's jump straight in. Hi and welcome back to Basic Bananas. I'm here today at our headquarters with the one and only Carla, who owns Nordic Fusion. And thank you so much for joining us thank today. You. Thanks for having me. Coming in, would you love to? Well, would you love to? I would love you <laughs> to share a little bit about your business. How did you get started, and why this yes. business? Um, so actually, I didn't start the business. I bought it from uh, the lady who started it probably about 20 years ago. She wanted to retire. Um, but I, my daughter was about to start school, um, and I kind of had decided I had lost my mojo a little bit in the corporate world, and I decided that I kind of wanted to have a little bit more flexibility for when she started school. So I started okay. looking for a business to start or to buy, and then this one just kind of... It was perfect because it was in the right location and it was um, with products that I love. So Yeah, tell us a bit about the, the business. What does it sell? What's the focus? What's the mission even? Yeah, so um, Nordic Fusion is, uh, we, we sell, we curate Scandinavian uh, design products. Um, so mostly homewares and gifts and a little bit of furniture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we, are, we aim to just bring beauty and joy to people's homes here in Australia and in New Zealand. Yeah. So we have a few parts of the business. So we, we do um, brick and mortar retail. We have a store in Manly. And we also do um, online retail. And we do wholesale of yeah. some Scandinavian brands that yeah. we represent here in Australia yeah. and in New Zealand. And you just got into a new warehouse too. Yes. New just, warehouse. Uh, yeah, that's very exciting show. actually because we were very squashed in the previous place. Yeah. And now yeah. we have a lot of room to continue to grow. So that's and, and so your, your vision or your mission for the business is to bring joy and beauty into yes. people's homes, yeah, yes. that's beautiful. Why this business? How did you? What was your selection criteria for? Because there are so many businesses for sale out there. Yeah. How did you pick Nordic Fusion? Well, I actually uh, before I I started, I bought Nordic Fusion. I had done a few uh, properties that I had. Uh, renovated and decorated and flipped mm-hmm. and so that was kind of like I, my, my background um, it, with work was uh, supply chain so it was all numbers and very dry <laughs> kind of work so yeah. that was kind of like my uh, my creative outlet and then this this business selling you know furnishing for homes and, and beautiful homewares was kind of a, a really good connection to that creative outlet and yeah and I love the products as well so I just thought it was a uh, it was great <laughs> yeah and you're proudly wearing some of your products yes yes so this is awesome. this is a beautiful uh, Finnish brand that is called Marimeko um, and it's one of our biggest selling brands yeah, yeah. 
And the earrings yeah. too. And the earrings is from our favorite um, Swedish designer, Eva Adling. So she, she does um, products that her uh, motto is uh, beauty with a thought. Oh, so yeah. all her pieces have um, either a little bit of writing on it or they have a message or oh, they come wow, from a moment stunning. in her life where she... Yeah, yeah so this, uh, this is a W and they, they just say women empower. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and again, it's about the, the bringing joy and beauty yes. into people's lives and homes. Yes. But pretty much with all the... The items that you sell, that's probably one of your criteria for selection. That's right, is it? Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, we, we've known each other for a while, and on you know this business journey, there are always lots of ups and downs and challenges mm -hmm. and highlights. What are some of your biggest challenges that stand out that you, that you would be able to share? Yeah, so, um, yeah, of course. I think probably for most businesses, the first few years are really tough. Even though I bought the business that was already established, um, the first couple of years were really, really tough. <laughs> mm. And I think mostly at the time that I bought the business, the retail world started to change quite dramatically. When was that? And so I've had the business for five years now. Yeah. So yeah. So five years ago, the business that I bought was heavily reliant. Most of the revenue came from the shops. It had two stores at a time. Um, and the wholesale business was kind of on a sidekick mm -hmm. and the website, the retail um, uh, part of the business online was pretty much non-existent. There was a website, but it was just very, very little. Um, yeah. But at that time, things started going, you know, retail, brick and mortar retail started going into trouble, um, stuff started going down and that on top of me being inexperienced with the retail side of the business as well, because my background, I had worked for wholesale and yeah. also business so it was all very daunting and very scary actually very scary times when you see the sales diving and yeah. <laughs> you know and things changing um, but it was you know like most challenges it was a, it was just an opportunity to to change and and just do things differently I couldn't continue doing the same things the same as they were done before yeah. I bought the business because yeah. the world everything around us was changing and so what we decided to do um, is uh, was actually concentrate on the things that we knew we could do well. So I started using my expertise in processes and systems and then we improved, we changed the website straight away. That picked up. Um, I remember, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then also we we um, decided to close one of the stores uh, yeah. and we started concentrating more on wholesale and, yeah. and driving that through you know, automation. We started, we did a website for wholesale as well. Yeah. And so that kind of started um, shifting the, the business, which in turn, turned out to be the right decision because that's made us grow quite significantly yeah. yeah it's it's a very brave move in you know five years ago without any retail experience to buy a physical <laughs> store also and then to be in a landscape where things were changing very drastically and then covid came yes which again changed your you know the retail model completely completely yeah how through so those times where where you're like, oh my god, what am I, what am I doing here? How did you stay positive enough to keep going? Well, um, COVID was really scary. I think for yeah. everyone, obviously, when it first hit, no yeah. one knew what happened. I actually that that was that year when we when COVID hit. That first uh, the the year had started literally with a bang for us. Like we had had the best January in history. We had had the best trade show in history wholesale, wow. and so I ordered a lot of stock. And just it was COVID, just before COVID. In March, it started yes, here in Australia. Yes, that's yeah. right. And so it was already on a boat. I had loads and wow. loads of stock that I had either paid for or I had to, you know, to pay for it as it arrived. 
and um, and as soon as COVID hit, all the little um, stores closed, and everyone cancelled their orders. So I was left with <laughs> potentially a lot of debt <laughs> and no cash to yeah. do things. But I think what kept me strong, well, to first of all, is like you know you kind of understanding that there are a lot of things in life that you can't control and so you just concentrate on controlling what you can that's <laughs> really just, good wisdom yeah. <laughs> yeah letting the rest kind of you know roll as it goes but also I had a really really good team and the team were so good like they they just helped out with anything they took a cut on hours that, that we needed um, and they were just happy to do anything any tasks that needed to be done in the business everyone said oh, I'm just happy to do wow. anything that's um, and, and that's probably a testament to your leadership yeah. and having that strong mission also in the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the team, I, I couldn't have done it without the team, obviously. Yeah. Um, also, it was, it was really good timing that at the time we had already um, changed the website, the retail website. Of course, you know, retail was shifting completely, mm -hmm. as you said, mm -hmm. more towards online. Um, People were stuck at home, so they were probably looking at all the things that they didn't like at home, and yeah. we sell homewares, so that yeah. was really good for the business at the time. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, we had done the, the Clever Bunch as well, so we had a lot of tools to implement, and it was really good time for testing and, yeah. and doing things online. Um, so we really tried to capitalize. That was the only, pretty much it was the only way that we could sell, because our store was also closed, yes. or even if it was open, nobody was going out, because everyone was scared. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was our only, you know, a revenue <laughs> that we, yeah. we were getting so we were try, kind of throwing everything at it and it, and it worked out you know really well in yeah that's amazing and and through through covid i've seen a lot of businesses that have had teams that have really just stepped up and like we're helping and, you know if we even if we work more and get paid less we're here mm -hmm. and then i've also seen and that's usually been because the business has had a really good culture and good leadership you know such as yours than other businesses that have had the opposite where everyone left because they're like oh, I can't do this anymore so it's really interesting and so my next question is what and maybe that is one of your highlights what what have been some of your highlights or one highlight that stands out on, on these last five years yeah I think I think probably you know the business and the culture that we've I mean I was lucky enough that quite a quite a few of the well, actually everyone that um, was working in the business when I bought it, they stayed for a while. At mm -hmm. uh, the COVID, uh, COVID time, some people had left, they had changed and what have you. But the people that stayed um, made it a really, they already had a really strong connection to each other and they just welcomed me, which was really nice. And so we just build this like yeah. very strong unit together mm. um whereas i said most of, to this day even though everyone's got their specific jobs everyone in the office can do everything um yeah. and that's because they don't care they just yeah. you know they, they just got each other's back and if someone's yeah. on holidays or sick somebody else steps in so um so yeah i think that is probably my proudest achievement just the, the team and the culture yeah. and because that's allowed us to grow and then i mean we've we've uh, done quite a great things we you know we've um, we've started working a lot more on our social media and and um, and getting that right and making sure that we're getting a lot lot more followers um, and then we also started doing a lot more um, advertising yeah um, and we started adding content to our our newsletters that yeah. weren't just yeah. about products so then there's all this additional connection that had a really massive impact and still to this day there's lots of, we get 
we get comments like sometimes people just write back an email to us about something we send them and we I mean we're a shop we <laughs> yeah um, but yeah we but we build like, community yes. because you're sharing content not yes. just products yes I love that that's actually really good yeah. good highlight and something else that's just stood out before and now it's, it's just went away again I'm just trying to get it back <laughs> to my mind but oh yes the thing that you mentioned also which is is really cool which you said that everyone on your team knows how to do everything or most things which is a really smart way to run your business and just before again this is something that makes me so happy I asked Carla about her social media because our team here is doing behind the scenes and to also share Nordic Fusion on on our social media and and Carla's like I I don't really know because I don't really I think it's that but I don't really look after our social media and I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is what I want to hear because you are, yeah. you, you don't need to be able, you know, you don't need to be in charge of everything. You're a very good leader. You empower other people to take charge. Yes. Of parts of your I think it's, it, that is very important. I think it's been really important for my sanity spiritually. I mean, I'm still, someone asked me the other day, like, who's your HR person? And I'm me yeah and then who is your who's your um you know your software person it's, yeah it's me and yeah. it's, there's a lot of yeah. you know empty roles that always fall mm-hmm. on that um on the business owner but i think if you have capable people you just have to let them run with things and most of the time i think I've, we've got a new employee that she just started a month ago and it was funny because i was telling her i said you have to follow up on me if i if i owe you something for you to finish what i've asked you to finish you need to follow up on me. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, she's yeah. like, if she can... And I'm like, yeah, this is how we work. Because yeah. everyone owns the bit of work. Yeah. And then they just, you know, they, they, I don't have to be on top of I everyone. Yeah. Um, so that's been really good for... Because as business owners, we already work very long hours. Um, so it's been very important to be able to, to let go of, of specific control, tasks. Yeah. And, and they control that. They, yeah. they, and they... I think that makes them feel really part of it. And yeah, that, you know, it's also. In, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You know, they're responsible for the business. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned before that that you also were part of the Clever Bunch. You've graduated. Mm-hmm. You're a genius bunch member now, and throughout the Clever Bunch, you learned a lot of different strategies to also help with the online part of the of your business. Why, and this might be a bit of a silly question given the circumstances, but why did you join Clever Bunch and what did you try before? Yeah. So um, by, when I first bought the business, I, I had worked with marketing people before, but I, never, I didn't really understand you know, the nitty gritty or, or it's not that I'm a marketeer now, I still hire people well, to do that for me. Yeah. But, uh, but we, I, had, I really had no idea. And so I thought, well, I wanna, as soon as I bought the business, I want to grow this business, I have to, I have, to have some marketing. And so I started looking outside. So I started looking to agencies and people who could do something for social media and, and all sorts of different people. And I got like 10 different quotes for mm. things that I didn't understand. <laughs> and the quotes went from like $1,000 to $150,000. Wow, so yeah. it was just so like mind-boggling. I, I just had no idea where to start, what to do. Um, and so then I just saw, I think I saw it in Facebook actually, your ad came up in Facebook. And then I just signed up and I came to do the little workshop and, and I just thought, this is what I need because if nothing else, it's just for me to understand what I'm paying for if yeah. I choose to go with someone. Exactly, yeah. Um, so it just kind of opened my mind. I thought, oh, look, what I'm just going to do it. Um, and and then, yeah, it, obviously it was 
the best decision because then I realized I didn't need to do the hundred and fifty thousand dollar one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and then that was when the business was was the going was really tough um, because of all the retail going down. Yeah. So I just didn't have the cash to pay anybody else, and so I just started doing things myself and experimenting. And that helped me learn more about the business and as in our customers in particular, which mm-hmm. has been really important mm-hmm. for us to, um, you know, to be more um, kind of like more niche into yeah. into what our customers want. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, it's it obviously. It, I mean, it paid off. It definitely. I think the online tools have been absolutely um, amazing and. I wouldn't have been able to achieve the growth that we had online without those tools. Mm. So, yeah. I love that. That's that's amazing to hear. And and one of my favorite things that you share here also for our audience to this is such an important message to hear is that it, it can be as a business owner it can be so confusing because there are so many mm. offerings out there and should I should I hire an SEO expert <laughs> or a PR firm or or do I need to rebrand my business or what do I need to do? Do I need to buy leads? And as a business owner really you just need to understand the strategy. I always say this, you need to understand the strategy. And once you do, you can then outsource some mm-hmm. of that, which you have done mm-hmm. also. What are some, do you remember some of the specifics that you have implemented? Yeah, well, I think uh, the copyright was really good, apart from the clever bunch. Yes, so yeah. that was something yeah. that for me, it changed completely. That actually the, the main message that I think changed the whole strategy of, of our sales strategy actually, was to make sure that it's all the main message was it's all about the customer. It's got nothing to do with us. I it's love you know, so whenever yeah. we were trying to, you know, to yes. talk to our customers yeah. and connect with them uh, via our newsletters, uh, or any point of communication, even in the shop, it was it's all about them and how they feel about us, not yeah. about how great we are and how great our product is and how beautiful it is, that's kind of secondary, it's all about how they feel about it. Yeah. And so that was a real eye-opener for me, because before that, I was always thought was like, Focused oh yeah, on your st- yeah, yeah, you just yeah, say, yeah. Oh, well, our product is the best, you know, is it the, this, it's the best design, it's the most beautiful, and it may be, but you might not feel that way yes. as a customer. So um, for us, it was trying to connect to that. So we went back to being authentic, so we, we make sure that everything we do is Scandinavian-based. So, mm-hmm. you know, we went back to start, so a, a lot, uh, as we started adding content, which as I said, like great because that meant that we weren't getting getting a lot of um, unsubscribes with every newsletter before every newsletter we just got so many unsubscribes oh, well, yeah. as soon as we started adding content then that completely changed the game people were you know they might not have been buying at the time but they yeah. were reading the content and no one was yeah. unsubscribing which meant that when we did have a sale then people would still receive our emails yeah. Um, so that was really, really good, and we started yeah. going doing blogs on on Scandinavian themes, and you know, just about celebrating the countries where we buy from, and talking yeah. about different things that. Yeah, to that. I was actually going to ask you. I was going to say, what kind of content? Because that's such a it's such a game changer what you've done yeah. there. Even though it seems so simple, it, I'd, I'd love to see more businesses do that. What sort of content did you? Yeah, so share? we did. We started. Um, we got a. a, a couple of people writing little blogs for us uh, but their content was mostly concentrated so if we have so Sweden celebrates something called cinnamon bun day <laughs> they, they all amazing. eat cinnamon bun it's like national it's a national really? cinnamon bun day yeah, yeah. like nobody amazing. thinks about that no. it's just really I thought it was crazy it's delicious yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but crazy but uh, yeah they celebrate things like that so we would have so we would have a content with a recipe so our blogger wrote uh, yeah. the, the story about how they came to celebrate cinnamon bun yeah. in Sweden but also uh, a recipe from her grandma 
And so that that's actually to date has been the most read blog because it's got a recipe, right? And everyone loves a free recipe. Yeah. Um, And cinnamon buns, I mean, they're delicious. So, um, and we do, then we would talk to our friends. There is a, a Swedish uh, cafe in Manly that's close yes. to the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they they would they would make little cinnamon buns for our store, and we will have them there on the day. So that's all the customers really that cool. came in, then they would be able, you know, we yeah. could offer them a cinnamon bun because yeah. it's a cinnamon bun day. That's a really um, cool strategy. So yeah, yeah, things like that. So we would just celebrate all the national holidays and things like that. Yeah. But we would talk about, um, you know, their culture as well. Yeah. So so the the Danish, for for instance, they have something called hygge, which is in in winter. And you you hear more and more about that word here nowadays yeah, but it's about it. um it's about kind of coziness there's no literal oh, yeah, translation yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's about coziness and calm and relaxed yeah. so you know having hygge they, they kind of develop that during the winter which mm-hmm. is a darker month in, in mm-hmm. northern europe and mm-hmm. they just um, they light a candle they put on woolly socks and they just mm-hmm. have a nice cup of a hot drink and, yeah yeah <laughs> and they just sit by the fire and read a good book so yeah. that is you know or you have a hot That's, bath yeah. with, is it's just kind of like that create that environment of coziness yeah. so um so we sell books about hygge and yeah. we've done a blog about it and to mm. tell people how you know how you can create your own little yeah. um, hygge space at home and that's and that's things like that. it, it's really cool because it's it's obviously people love the content but also you're you're sharing culture yes which we're craving you know we're craving <laughs> culture and you're sharing that I love that. And the other thing that you shared sort of just in between the lines is the power of doing even collaborations with other businesses, which you have done, let's say, with this Swedish shop in Manly, where you collaborate and and they probably send people your way and you send people their way. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's right. I love that. Yeah, they buy from us as well. They just... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... uh, I love those stories. Now, we're coming towards the end of this interview unfortunately already there's so so much gold in there already one more question i'd like to just ask maybe one more question on the clever bunch and then uh, some words of wisdom Mm -hmm. from you to our audience here why would you recommend the clever bunch well i think um it's kind of no nonsense it's simple it's just it's just something that you can do to really understand what steps you need to take to grow your business Mm -hmm. through marketing and you don't need to be a genius, you don't need to be tech savvy. Um, it is simple, straightforward, um, and yeah, no nonsense yeah. <laughs> marketing tools. So, yeah. yeah, I love that. And that's definitely something where we want to be known for is the no nonsense <laughs> of approach to anything that we do here at Basic Brands. Now, the two last questions I have is one is what do you wish you had known as a business owner when you first started? Oh, yeah, well, um, I suppose. I wish that I wasn't scared of trying new things. I was really yeah. because I had never done been I mean I had I had managed people before but been the boss of everything. Yeah. You know, that it's a big responsibility. So I was a little bit scared of failure at the beginning. Yeah. Uh whilst now I'm a little bit more, you know, a little bit <laughs> happier to 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 do certain gambles that I would just yeah. say like we just try it and trial and error um so i think that's something that i wish i would have known then i would have i probably would have progressed to where we're at now yeah. a little bit faster you never know so in hindsight yeah. but um yeah so that that's uh probably the one thing to be a little bit less scared a little bit of, probably less risk averse almost that's right, right. just yeah. a bit more like come on let's you know yeah it'll all be working out that's right eventually. yeah 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 that's that's a great yeah. 
lesson I guess that we can all take from or learn from and the last one is what is one or two or three or a few words of wisdom <laughs> that you as a business owner and you've you've walked the talk over the last years you've built a successful business from uh, it going through different challenges in the retail space also what are some words of wisdoms yeah. well if you if you really want something don't give up and um, you can as I said before like just try different things uh, if something doesn't work just try a different way but if you really believe in something don't give up because I mean it would have been very easy after the first two years yeah. when things were going really really bad yeah. to say you know I'm not built for this or I'm not gonna make it I'm just gonna shut it down yeah. um, but if you really believe in something just Keep going. There'll be always hurdles, but um, you know, life is trial and error now. <laughs> we don't know when the next pandemic is coming, yeah. and and you just stick with it and you change your business, and now it's working better than ever. Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us here again. For anyone who wants to come, check you out. We don't know the social media handle. No, we do. It's Nordic Fusion, <laughs> and also Nordic Fusion the, on the website. We'll put the links in the notes here too. So make sure you check it out. You can buy things online. Or if you are in Sydney, there's a beautiful store in Manly. There's also a showroom. If you own a retail store and you would love to stock some of the products, also you can get in touch too with yes. Carla. And any final words? Just um, enjoy the ride. Yes, <laughs> hold on and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks, Carla. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for joining us. Thank you. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.